0: Hey, what's up? I'm Ofosu Jones-Corte.
1: And I'm Leah Santa Cruz. And we're the meditation coaches on the Balance
0: app. And this is our weekly show, Well Balanced.
1: So, Ofosu and I were discussing a challenge we both just completed. It's all about trying to stay in the moment while making strong memories from what we experience. Uh-huh. Basically, uh, I got ex- inspired when I came across this article the other day. Uh, I sent it to you, Fosu. Uh, to remember the moment, try taking fewer photos. So, this article was about some new research where it's suggesting that we remember less about our experience when we take pictures, which is interesting, right? And I thought some of the key takeaways for me in the article was when people rely on technology to remember something for them, they're essentially outsourcing their memory. Yeah. And this was. What Linda Henkel, uh, a psychology professor at Fairfield University, said, she said, we know our camera is capturing that moment for us. So we don't pay full attention to it in a way that might help us remember, which I can kind of see how that makes sense, actually. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it's interesting that, like, our brains would know that, like, oh, okay, something else is doing this, so we
1: don't have to. Do <laughs> going to get lazy.
0: <laughs>
1: that old hippocampus is working too hard. I it's don't like, need ah, to store these memories. Okay, we're just going to
0: keep this in the phone. We're good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Until you lose your phone and you have this big panic, right? Yo, no, yeah. my brain's external hard drive is missing. <laughs> No, but it said studies have also shown that if you take photos with a lot of intention and planning, that they can boost your memory. So that's... That's a very intentional photo, not like just snapping a bunch mindlessly.
0: Yes. I'm a mindless a bunch snapping person. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> if you see my photo gallery, it is minimum five pictures of the exact same thing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, wait, stop.
1: Check your phone right now. Do you have it on you? I want to see. How many photos do you oh, have?
0: Yeah, hold on. In your,
1: in your phones?
0: Oh, watch this. Look. Look at this. Can you see? <laughs> yeah. Look how many you of the like exact... You have like
1: 20 of the same photo. <laughs> So wait, how many, how, I have, checked this, in my album, my recent folder, it says 40,619 yeah. photos. I mean, I, I, that's over the course of several years, but.
0: Yeah, in my recents, I have 22,000 pictures. <laughs> oh, and I doubled you. <laughs> you doubled me. That's insanity.
1: So yeah, we officially take too many photos. Yes. But, you know, I've been taking a lot of photos of my son ever since he was born because I just feel like I want, I don't want to miss these moments. I didn't have a lot of photos of me when I was a kid. And mm. part of me wishes there would have been more video footage or more photos of yeah. me. And so I have access to this really great camera that I can take all those videos. And um so I'm, I find myself doing it several times a day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. You know, I grew up in an era where you had to have a little bit of money to have like a, a camcorder. Huge camcorder yeah. that rested on your shoulder. I'm not that old. This was <laughs> this this is like to have the handheld, but even okay, still, it well was a big my deal. family yeah. had
1: one of those big <laughs> massive camcorders that sat on your shoulder. And I remember one time holding it while I was filming everybody ice skating and literally my collarbone popped out What? of <laughs> place because it was so oh heavy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's one video of me When I visited Ghana for the first time, and I think another video of me in... I think one of my family members in Ghana had a video recorder. And so I have two videos of myself as a child. So, yeah, same kind of thing. It's like, oh, I want to capture all these moments. I realized, though, honestly, that there's a lot of my two younger kids' lives, like that I kind of don't remember because I took so many photos Hmm. and took so much video during that time because it was like new dad vibes, like I'm going to capture everything.
1: Yeah, now it's got me thinking with this article, like, wait, what if I'm actually missing his life by taking all these photos instead of the opposite? Like, what if it's counterintuitive? My intention is to capture it and remember it, but what if I'm actually making myself not remember and then if I you know, you lose your phone or the technology becomes outdated at some point, which eventually it will, and yeah. and what do you do then? So
0: Yeah. All the pictures and video that I had on my flip phones uh-huh. completely gone. You know, and that was all of their little moments on stage as kids, et cetera, so.
1: Yeah, I think it's so easy to think like, oh, CDs, they'll never be out of, <laughs> you know, cassette tapes or the iPod, you know, everything has its end. It's very true. Um, so, you know, just remembering that the best memory is in your brain. That being said, I don't, doesn't mean that I'm going to stop taking photos altogether.
0: <laughs> no, no, but but this makes us a little bit more conscious yeah. of how we even go about it.
1: yeah. So, for you listening, um, this challenge I mentioned, I had us both consciously decide not <laughs> to take a picture in a moment where we normally would. So, let's just talk about the that experience, and Ofosu you go first.
0: Okay, yeah, well, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory what ended up happening for me, so why don't we just roll the tape? So, today is my son's sixth birthday, and... Uh, for all of my kids, whenever it's their birthday, we blow up a bunch of balloons the night before. And when they come downstairs um, to eat breakfast, the kitchen is full of balloons for them and big happy birthday banner and a, and a poster on the wall, all kinds of stuff. So we did that for my son today. And I just wanted to take a picture of him coming downstairs and that look on his face and him rushing through the balloons. But, uh, I, you know, I held back and said, you know, I'm just going to keep this as a memory, Um, instead of offloading it into the camera. And I also wanted to take a picture of him on the way to the bus stop because he was walking with that big six-year-old energy. (laughs) So I'll definitely take pictures tonight with uh, cake and um, presents and all that stuff. But this morning, his morning reaction and his walk to the bus stop um, were so precious and I think better held in my mind as a memory. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my no photo challenge.
1: Aw, <laughs> picturing it right now, I could just imagine the facial expression, seeing all those balloons, and
0: yeah, especially because we told him that there weren't any. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like surprised and delighted. He was like, "We didn't get it." He's like, "You guys didn't get me balloons," and we were like, "Oh my gosh, we forgot. We're so sorry." And he was like, "Are you sure you didn't get me balloons?" And I was like, well, there's only one way to find out. And then he took his sister downstairs and then that look on his face and then him racing through this. It's like jumping into a pile of leaves. I mean, there's a lot of balloons. So that him racing into all of it was just like, I, I, I certainly will not forget it. Yeah. Especially since I was consciously restraining myself from taking a picture. Yeah. It feels, the memory feels like. Actually, even more important. Like my brain is holding it as an important memory and not a passive one. So it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that because you had consciously chosen. I'm not going to take a picture, and I'm going to remember this. Yeah, it's like you're saying to your brain, store this one in the memory banks. This is like an important moment. You know,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it just spoke to the power of an exercise like this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I'm curious. What about you, Leia? How was it for you to do the no photo challenge? (laughs) All right,
1: here's my moment. My son just did something really cute. He's now one year and almost four months old. And he owns a few different stuffed animals. And he had about five of them all in front of him, sitting on the couch. And he decided he needed to grab every single one of them all at the same time. So his arms were just full of all these stuffed bears and sloths and dinosaurs and it was the cutest thing and he of course was being very giggly and I thought oh I should take a photo and then I stopped myself thinking I'm just going to be present for this and there was a split second where I could feel the am I going to regret not taking a photo of this and this is so cute I need to capture it in my memory but then as I continued to give him my presence and just be with him eye to eye and and smile at him he continued on with the cuteness and I think that initial worry about missing out on being able to recapture it in my mind was replaced with feeling like I had gotten the most out of this moment with him by just being there and being present with him. It was really special. Oh. And I've noticed ever since that moment, the times I do pull out my phone to take a photo of him, he becomes so interested in the phone that he loses track of what he was doing in the moment.
0: Mm.
1: And that moment becomes lost because suddenly he wants to grab the phone and be like, "Ooh, phone, what's what's there?"
0: You know what this reminds me of? There's this um I, th- I don't even think it's a theory, it's like a fact like in quantum physics that like particles react differently when they're being observed, like these mm-hmm. th- for whatever reason when you know, subatomic particles are being looked at, they suddenly change their behavior. Yeah. So like I think that plays out all the way up to this uh day-to-day existence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, by taking that phone out, you're altering the moment. I mean, it's not like phones are all bad, but I just feel like no pun intended, you know, we can just have some balance around it.
1: Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I mean, I know that when someone points a camera at me, yeah. it definitely changes my behavior. I'm like, wait, oh, <laughs> what? It's like you become really self-conscious. And yep. I look at so many of the photos I've taken in the past, and it's like a lot of selfies with my friends yeah. or, you know, people posing. But it's like, that's not real life.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're not just posing all the time. We're being, you know, candid and uh, natural. But most of the photos that we take, I don't think, are always that way. This so it's not really like capturing real life.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then now we're in a culture of like social media and reality TV where it's like you are encouraged to put your life on display, mm. but it's not your real life. Because there's a camera there, there is some micro or macro performative aspect happening that is not really reflective of, mm-hmm. of what happens when the cameras are off. I remember... I don't know if you can build core memories as an adult, but it's a core memory for me I was teaching a retreat at the Insight Meditation Society in um, Barrie, Massachusetts, and the retreat was over. And before me and my family went home, apparently everyone had been talking about this lake. And so we finally went to it and it was just me, my wife and my two older kids who were all the kids we had at that time. And we went to the lake and I am not a swim in the lake kind of guy, but I was like, all right, well, let's do this. And the lake just went out as far as you could see. And the sun was resting at the golden hour. And it was just me, my wife and my two kids in the lake and looking at them and looking out and just that whole expanse of lake and trees and sun and sky. I remember saying to myself, this is like the best day of my life. This is one of the most Mm. beautiful experiences I've ever, ever had. And I wanted to take a picture of it, but I was in the lake so i just said this like little prayer like please don't ever let me forget this moment Mm. and that was that was over 10 years ago and uh it's still very vivid to me and and even more importantly the feeling of that moment is is available to me
1: yeah because you captured more than just the visual image, you captured the essence of what it felt like in your body to be there. And the senses, maybe the way it smelled, the way, the feeling of the sun on your skin and the coolness of the water and all of those things.
0: I'm getting kind of emotional right now. I'm I'm like welling up right now going back to that place. It was such a beautiful moment, like pure beauty. Mm. I can less see it as much as I can feel it.
1: Well, I think that's going to be my new takeaway. I'm going to just tell my brain, please (laughs) remember this moment. And I'm going to take a sensory
0: Mm, snapshot mm. of
1: the experience. What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And if I can just be mindful in the moment and capture all those elements, it's like reliving it in the future.
0: For sure. I don't know how often we can do that. So I'm sure our cameras will come in handy. But I think for those super special moments, we should take a heart snapshot instead. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Leah, I love talking to you. You're the best. Oh, I love talking to
1: you as well. It always uh, makes me feel happy inside. I'm going to take a snapshot of this feeling.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just appreciate hanging out with you. All right, y'all, thank you for joining us today. And thanks so much for sharing, Leo.
1: Yeah, you too. And also, we come out with new episodes every Monday. So be sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast app so you can get notified when our next conversation goes live. But until then, have a wonderful week.
0: Yeah, hey, find something to take a heart snapshot of. (laughs) All right, y'all, take care. Be kind to yourself. Bye. Peace.
1: Ciao.